Mike Jack Radio. That boy is Benny Hanna. I think until uh, <laughs> a giant condom suit. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that they're good uh, until pigs fly. Okay, I won't throw it away then. I ain't seen no pigs flying yet. <laughs> I did see a cop get thrown over a bridge. That was more so gliding. I saw some interesting <laughs> falls at Six Flags. Gliding. How was this officer gliding? Yeah, that's 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 something. Upgrade <laughs> my work. Because they, they, I don't see the problem with it. It works. <laughs> Upgrade what? Yo, Gabe is here. I look like my couch in the basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my couch lo 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 looks worse than this. So, <laughs> but yeah, this is ten years old at this point. About, sounds about right. All right yeah, I'm. Boys. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Hold on, I gotta put. Did he say something? I said, hold on, I got to put something away. Oh, okay. But I didn't well, say away. I yeah, just you did. didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> Don't try of course, and I never finish 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 it. My... <laughs> what, you, what you just have to put away, Waz? What you got out over there? Uh, some, some brown envelopes that I... Oh, okay. That would be oh. called dick now. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's dick is that big, <laughs> that's going to hurt somebody. <laughs> Which reminds me, you guys been seeing these Jimmy Neutron memes, bro? No, wait. Are they bringing my boy Jimmy in back, bro? With that big yeah, ass bro. head? Oh, yeah. Love Jimmy um, What happened? That's, I saw, uh, so, um, I've been seeing a bunch of the, uh, um, I guess Blank wasn't ready for that Jimmy Neutron style. Uh, or that, or that, that Neutron style. Um. And stuff. So I saw this one, and it said, uh, "When you're from, uh, when you're from Chernobyl, and you're fucking your girl with your 15-inch dick, and she dies, and then it has that picture of Jimmy Neutron. And it says, oh, I guess she wasn't ready for that Neutron style.' <laughs> she wasn't ready for that Neutron style. Damn, that's funny. That is one take on it. Yeah." So what are we all sipping on today? Well, Good old the lemon lacrosse. Mm -hmm. Is that some wine there? Yeah, I'm I'm fancy today, y'all. I'm not going oh, to too saucy. Well, I'm fancy too. I got that limited edition Traverse City Whiskey Company apple. This is Michigan a, apple. What is that? A, a cabernet? Oh yeah, Jake. This is a delicious cabernet that we uh, brought back from. Uh, South Haven this weekend. Also got a, a delicious German, you know. 
I don't know if y'all know this, but I like dry wines. So oh. I, I, hate, you... I hate sweet hey. wines. They just make my stomach hurt. But like, I, I like the drier, the better. I think my, my favorite red wines are like Malbecs and stuff. Super mm. dark, super flavorful, dry. Man, y'all y'all starting to sound like Ben Shapiro over here with that yeah. dry. <laughs> God. Speaking of that, keep Given that, the, keep, that on bro, your, keep that on your mind real quick. I just Let gotta say this real quick though. Okay. Giving a little debt means something completely different to <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs> Welcome to the Locusts podcast. It's your boy Mike <laughs> Jack. AKA the Red Wine Bandit, AKA Robin Hoodie, AKA Jack of All Trades. To my left, we got Jake, the motherfucking garbage disposal, AKA Foster's People of uh, Imaginary Friends, AKA, uh, I mean, Foster's Home of Imaginary Friends, my bad. AKA um, a Little Swoosh Hair today, AKA um sir ugly glasses and then below me is the wow. t-shirt god um aka the wazinator aka I, I i can do whatever i want with my hair because i got it like that aka nerd central um uh computer systems don wasnick and this is uh no consistent podcast y'all <laughs> cheers cheers my my glasses might be might be ugly, but at least they're prescription, bro. Yep. I bust out the, <laughs> I bust out the nine prescription swags, swag, swagicles, whatever I feel like it, bro. Um, what I told you was, so I was on a boat this weekend with a man who has previously said that pussy can be two-way. And we just was like... <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind? Well, maybe he's just too much of a master of the craft. <laughs> Wait, is, does, doesn't bad. master craft make like boats or jet skis too? That works on a lot of levels. It does. This man basically said having sex could be too good. <laughs> and we just did not understand. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a second here. What if there, like, I mean, like, what if there's an upper like threshold that like you you haven't experienced? Like, you think you've had it good, but that's really down here, and he's like way up here, and he's like telling you like, no, 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 appreciate what you got because I've evolved beyond that, and it's all downhill. That that's that that sounds like the same motherfuckers who say more money, more problems. And my response to that is, let me find out, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you talking. Let me find out for myself if pussy can be too good or if too much money is a thing. Like, I I rather, as they say, I rather be crying in a Lamborghini than uh, happy in the hood. And <laughs> Uh, Mike's got no room for conventional wisdom. <laughs> At all. Nope. But, yes, I just want y'all to know that there's a man out there who thinks that, that is wild. pussy can be too good, and he told his girl to chill out at one point. 
Whoa, wait, what What was that conversation? Wait, what, 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 what does that look like? I didn't get too deep into the, into the actual conversation, and I will ask him um, the details and come back to y'all next week. But we You get his number, or you know yeah, this Oh, dude. yeah, I know this dude. This is, um, I've been on a few trips with him. Um, he's a good guy. He worked with Mario up at the prison, and um, we spent the next 20 minutes not letting him explain what he was trying to say because it just did <laughs> we just was roasting his ass like how dare you and you know part of his thing was it makes a mess like in the sheets and i'm like motherfucker, oh, okay. she gotta sleep in the mess fuck you talking about i sleep on the dry side god damn it <laughs> oh, he's just done, like squirters yeah <laughs> so basically you found something out about whoever he's he's with right now yeah. His newly wife, but yeah. So, so you might uh, want to get her a squirt gun as a birthday gift, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like a new set of towels. Yeah, right. We just got to figure out what's like. So now I got to figure out, and my next question to him is going to be, what's the maximum amount of wetness? Like, what's the what's the threshold that you like to be at? <laughs> Well, and how do you measure that? Uh, like, has he has he worked to quantify this? Like, does he have his own system? Does it gotta be just you know smooth enough to get in, and then after that you don't care what happens to it? Like, you like the little rug burn on your shit after he does, or what's up? Dick, <laughs> I love your faces, bro. <laughs> Sex. I mean, <laughs> does he just like associate? No, I mean, it's, it's, would you go ahead and say uh, rug burn? <laughs> like, how else am I supposed to react other than this? Oh. What you say, Waz? I, I, I wonder if he's just like, he, he, he fucked some really loose people and he thought that that was wet because there was no friction. <laughs> he should know that there's a difference. <laughs> like, there's, there's a difference between this. <laughs> And like just donut, like a donut waterfall. down the hallway, huh? <laughs> yeah. Her pussy like throwing a donut down the hallway. <laughs> Shout out to Double D, man. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Double D. I wonder if he'll ever listen to this podcast and see that uh, us proclaiming him dead is just a running joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get a message. I, I would assume eventually. But... Yeah. Probably not though. Oh man! Oh, um, while we're still while we're still talking, and shit, how y'all how y'all boys weeks me? Didn't get to meet up last week because Jake was going crazy with the house. Um, Jake was dead. Yeah, we we thought he was dead for eight hours out of that day. <laughs> but uh, how y'all how y'all last couple of weeks been, man? What you been up to, Waddle? I've been good. Work, lots of work. Um. Doing shit around the house, like all of that shit back there. I kind of want to get the entire area all nerded out, but uh, it will look amazing. Is Jake frozen on your screen, or are you just no? He's okay. damn. You killed that shit, Jake. You kept that pose, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah, my my breathing was like really messing with my head at that point, but yeah. <laughs> pretty much just that. What, what about you guys? Uh, pretty good it's starting to like look and feel like a place you know we got the bedroom all set now uh for the most part like 
we still got to paint the trim and uh, um, put down some quarter round. But uh, other than that, the bedroom's like all set. And uh, your bedroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a one more room to go ahead and lay Pergo down in. And um, but honestly, I'm not in too much of a rush to do that after this whole last adventure. But um, <laughs> so, so there's that the to do. Well, I mean, there's. Uh, I mean, there was that because um, like, we went pretty late into the night, um, like starting Friday to try and like get it started and stuff like that, and then uh, yeah, like especially like around the uh, uh, doorway and everything, having to go ahead and use cardboard to make little jigs and stuff like that so that we can make sure that we cut it out just right on the plank and, and all that stuff. Um, it's just been a pain in the dick. Um, not really looking forward to having to do that all over again. Um, <laughs> but you know, we've got all the, uh, um, like the dresser nightstands and all that sort of stuff up in the bedroom. Uh, well, and then also there's hell that, we got one of those, um, like, nectar mattresses that comes in one of those, like, vacuum suck things. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. How are those? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. We got a king-size one. And let me tell you, like, when it's midnight and it's been a long day, and then you decide to haul it from the garage to upstairs, um, it's, it's a fun time. Um. But because uh, you gotta let them breathe, but it's hilarious because the instructions say you gotta let it breathe three to five hours to forty-eight hours. <laughs> Damn, you got them Comcast windows, boy. <coughs> yeah, so we we let it go ahead and uh, um, breathe for twenty-four hours. That's, a but, good, um, that's probably what I would have did. Just go straight into the middle. Yeah, but it, it's dude, it's such a game changer, like. You forget how much of like a, a bum and like heroin addict you feel like when you're sleeping on a mattress on the floor. again. You know what? There should be high class heroin addict trap houses. Whenever you see them joints, it's always like shitty rundown houses, dudes on dirty mattresses on the floor, like what you're talking about. It should mm. be like some five star crack houses you know what i'm saying you get you get your crack delivered to you at your room you know what i'm saying like five star service bro we got a steak to go and a fine red wine to go along hmm when i do a white or a white would have to go with the arrow that makes sense the white would have no, to go no. with the coat or what you yeah. yep and then a red yeah. with the crack and then whichever. Wait, 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 wait. No, I would say the the white with the the coke and or crack because crack is cocaine, but red with the heroin. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm you know, because reds and browns. Yep, you know. Yep. 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 Okay. No, unless it was black tar. Yep. If it was that black tar heroin, <laughs> then I, I would I would suggest a a, a nice white. I mean, nice. it, isn't that what what like Toronto and and Seattle have been doing for the past five years? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it? The only issue is dealing with oh, it, crackheads it, it, is um, just a finicky business. <laughs> it it was more of a it was a methadone clinic joke. Oh, okay. 
Um, some some uh, Chad in there. Was it Chad or Chaz? Chop. Chop. Chaz. Chaz. And then Chop. Yeah. <laughs> the Chaz. <laughs> Chaz Chop. <laughs> the old one, too. Now, when it comes to cults and shit like that, y'all, like. <laughs> Don't, y'all, don't these people got TV? Haven't y'all seen all and heard these stories about cults before? And how are you getting tricked into going into these? I don't know. Because it's, it's a human, are, are it's, it's a natural you, human thing. Are they always, are most of these people just being caught either at a young age or at a time in their life where they are just uh, instantly not uh, No, I mean, like. Between the two? I think I mean, it's a lot like gang stuff. It's it's you're getting taken into a family. Yeah, yeah there's still dudes like I just I, there's still like people who like this Chaz shit. How old was the dude who started that? Did one person? I don't know. I thought there, it was... There was probably a group of like forty year old people who was like, <laughs> "Hey, let's start this on. Let's start this shit up." Like, no, <laughs> this was like Antifa kids. Yeah, that are like, it? yeah, oh yeah. They yeah, were but, like, I mean. 18 to 25 ish. Okay. So that is, that's the, that's a very impressionable age. And mm-hmm. the age, and, and not, not as much as impressionable as it is an age where you're more likely to do rash shit <laughs> and wild shit in your life. 18, 18 to 25 is a scary time in anybody's life. I could either yeah, go but- to prison for the rest of my life or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, or be successful. <laughs> But I mean, like, like Wazi said, like, honestly, gangs are a cult. You know, there's, there's, there's really no difference. They operate in the exact same way. Um, and yet still, like, people go ahead and join those all the time. Um, but like, you also still have your older members as well. You know, most people go ahead and like, either something happens and, and they end up going ahead and leaving that life. But that's not always the case, you know. And then, because you got the the old, you have people who understand that they could use it as a tool for manipulation. You know what I mean? Um, and then they could go ahead, and if they just stick around long enough, learn how to game the system, then they get to go ahead and operate the, it themselves. And then they're the ones receiving the money. They're the ones getting the drugs. They're the ones getting the sex and all that jazz. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, um, but and further, what makes these more um, interesting to me is the compound aspect of it. Like y'all basically come, y'all be snatching up land, and you know, building up whether it's real walls or, or you know, fictional walls. You build a wall around it with dudes with guns, and now everybody's just inside this compound, and that's how y'all choose to live. We in here. You know, we most of us don't leave to do nothing. We just in here living our lives and following these rules, and that shit fascinating. Wild. <laughs> like yeah, the Xbox, because let me find out a motherfucker in the in, in the compound while I'm playing the match of Call of Duty with him. <laughs> you know, I was you old cult head ass. <laughs> you let your leader fuck your wife, boy. You can't come over here and play against me. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm gonna hurt some feelings. I find out you in a cult on the Xbox, bro. Speaking of that, you hear about Jerry Falwell Jr. being a cuckold? <laughs> Is that what y'all shared today in the chat? Uh, 
I I don't know. No, I did. I definitely didn't send it today. I thought maybe yesterday. Maybe, but I feel like I saw that, but I didn't um, get to dive deep into. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's hilarious. It's was hilarious. It, was so. it a girl claiming that he was or something? So Jerry Falwell was like a um, big time. Uh, There's a evangelical. bar here, by the way. Falwell. I, you you know you could I can figure something out. Oh yeah, yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. Fame. I hope you fall well, like Jerry. You know, I figured something. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Jerry, but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So uh, Ooh, Jerry Falwell. The Tom and Jerry. Hold on, bro. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna figure something out. I got you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> whole um, level. Uh, I'm Mike's ghostwriter here, but. Yeah, uh, <laughs> But yeah, Jerry Falwell um, was a um, a big time evangelical conservative uh, leader who um, really helped to establish that whole religious right bullshit. And uh, his son, and he he started this university in Virginia, uh, um, Liberty University. Well, he died back in two thousand seven, and his son Jerry Falwell Jr. took it over. And uh, he's been hardcore big in uh, the Trump campaign. And, and all that jazz. Um, and this guy comes out, uh, I think his name was Giancarlo. Uh, he, um, and he comes out saying, oh yeah, like for, he was, so he was pretty much like a pool boy for him. <laughs> and uh, they approached him and uh, um, he started having an affair with Jerry Falwell Jr.'s Every wife. Every fucking pool boy's dream. This is why you become a pool boy, bro. You don't <laughs> become a pool boy for money or for fame or for a career. You do it in hopes that a fucking millionaire man walks up to you and says, can you please fuck my wife? <laughs> while I was watching the corner. <laughs> watching the corner. <laughs> Wait, watch the corner. Who, who, who's this? Oh, oh hey, show. Hi, show. No, it's seven. We we can't see, <laughs> but but we we say hi. Yeah, we. Um, but yeah, so uh, what was it here? Um. But but now like through that relationship he's actually become like a pretty successful sort of like business manager or whatever and stuff like that. So way to go ahead and use the whole pool boy cucking thing as a you know launch pad for your business. That's fire, um, bro. Way to just way to use your dick to like get get you higher up. Yeah, man. Yeah, use that that leverage, I guess, wherever you can get it. Like you but, uh, talking, asking business advice, bro. Like that's crazy. All right, now it's all... on our face, Mr. Falwell Jr. What do you think about this year's profits? <laughs> <laughs> you know that Apple quarterly uh, profit report is uh, coming up next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to diversify my uh, portfolio. What do you, what do you suggest? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fire. Hey, he took full uh... advantage, and he was still cleaning that pool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, uh, funny because. Uh, for one, Liberty University has like this very strict uh, code of University honor. Sounds fake. It sounds fake, <laughs> but it's actually not surprisingly. But uh, um, 
they have like this strict code of honor for the students, which essentially says that um, like you can't like you're not allowed to have sex outside of uh, a natural born male and natural born female mar uh, marital relationship. Yet here he is going ahead. His wife is cheat. He claims that she cheated on him. And whereas this, this guy says that, no, like he was fully aware and he was watching and he's, he's, he's shown like reporters, like videos and uh, like video chats and text messages that seem to clearly indicate that Jerry Falwell Jr. was aware of the relationship she was having. Um, so that's all funny and hypocritical. And uh, it's poetic that a big time Trump supporter would be a cuck as well. But um, there was. Uh, Listen, there was... guys, if you are going to get into a relationship with high profile people, as such as this poor boy, keep the receipts. Yep, keep for receipts. sure. But, but it was also funny because in this one article I read, um, because there was claims that he went ahead and resigned from his position on the board of Liberty University. And apparently he's come out saying, no, I have not resigned. Um, these allegations aren't true. Um, well, he said that they're 90% false. <laughs> Which, that's an interesting way to say that. I was not watching a dude go ahead and bone my wife. So, like, so it's, like, the, it's, like, it's like, sir, did you go ahead and fuck a dog? Well, that's 90% false. Just the tip many, many, many times, so it was only 90% of a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that's just a very... When you're accused... I just want to uh, tell y'all right now that 90% of what that motherfucker said was a lie. That's crazy <laughs> to say. You gotta go 100%, bro. You gotta say all that shit was a lie. He lying. Oh, That's yeah. all you gotta say, bro. <laughs> a name like Giancarlo, you gotta trust that guy? Or you gotta trust a guy? Everybody, Jerry. <laughs> 90% is just too okay. high, too, bro. Like, that'd be most of it right. <laughs> so just shut up. <laughs> One name now, was wrong. Yeah, now if I say 50% of that shit, now you like, oh, half of this shit wrong. I wonder what half of this is wrong. Well, no, 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 he said 90% false. I mean, false is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, so he's saying the majority of it's false, but it's yeah, like... It that, I, I meant that 10% is still a lot. Um, yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. But if you say, if you go 50-50, now you got people guessing. <laughs> you, you either go whole 50 or none. You don't go mm -hmm. in the middle of that. <laughs> Yeah. A great story here. Paul Will and his fall is not well. See, it's, it's a lot of bars in here that it's just, we don't work them out, Rick. I don't have you on the. <laughs> how dare you? How fucking. Yeah. So, how did they even find out about the white. Uh, well, because that, that guy, uh, Giancarlo, he came out about it because. Uh, he just came out. Well, yeah, and, and, and like both, hit, like he, he's, 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 he's been open about it that, um, and even he shared like the message that he had sent them where he was pretty much like, so it looks like he was working on negotiating out of a deal. Mm -hmm. 
and they were playing hardball. And he was, and and he told them like, look, you guys don't want to like help me out here. That's fine, because you want to ruin my life. I'm going to take the kamikaze route. And he specifically said kamikaze route. Uh, I think he was listening to a lot of that. He was listening to that new hymn. That's why. I know. (laughs) And and, and stuff. So um, Falwell is trying to go ahead and say, oh, he was trying to extort us and blah, 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 and all that jazz. And I don't know. I mean, I I definitely have a bias here against the Falwells. But, uh, yeah, bro, you're just a cuck. If not literally, figuratively. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, hey, Waz, what you been cooking, bro? Uh, went over to my parents Sunday, made zucchini, l- l- uh, zucchini lasagna. That was really mm. good. But how uh, do so you do it, that now? So it's it's. Uh, you take a zucchini and slice it on a mandolin, so you have long, thin slices of, of zucchini. Like the the but but they're wide, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, about okay. that. you're talking about boba fat. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. Yes, but but boba no, fat. That's Mandalorian mandolin. He's talking. He's talking about the instrument. Oh, okay. right, right, right. So you cut it or or, or maybe a, a mandolin. Mandalorian eating a mandolin, mandolin playing a mandolin. Okay. I yeah. No, a, a, a man, uh, a Mandarin playing the mandolin while watching the Mandalorian. Okay, that's fire. Alright. So that. Um... <laughs> I like how we just walk past it. So uh, yeah. <laughs> then after that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, where do you want to go with that? I. I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, fire. I went to school with a, a girl whose name was was not Amanda. It was Manda, because her middle name was Lynn. And her parents were hardcore hippies, so her name was Manda Lynn. I can't remember what her last name was, but yeah. <clears throat> Manda Lynn, yeah. At how, least it wasn't a terrible much, How much zucchini you Um. So, I mean, you, you, you just kind of use it instead of, instead of noodles. So, right. um, I mean, it's not a whole lot. Maybe Two zoo- half of a decent zucchini. Oh really? I mean the the the, the, the bigger ones. So oh, maybe, yeah. maybe two. It it depends. And then I made uh, zucchini chips today that were pretty good. I love you, Did you bake them or fry them? Uh, air fry, which is is oh. basically a bake. Salted them. I've got some more for dinner tonight. I'm looking forward to that. So how that that burgers? People? Pardon? Uh, we made two lasagnas, so I had the zucchini one to take home, and then we made normal ones for the rest of my family. Oh, because the carbs, that makes sense now. Because I was sitting here wondering, so but yeah, that makes sense now. It, I mean, it's a lasagna, so it's, uh, the Did base meat Did you have to substitute sauce. anything else, or no? Nope. Okay. Because the, the, the cheese is all ricotta cheese and seasonings, Italian seasoning. The meat is basically pasta sauce and ground beef. And then it's just sausage and mozzarella on top. So everything else is already, outside of the, the tomato sauce, pretty pretty carb-free. So, And even that Wait. is a terrible. 
Oh, oh yeah. What, what's what's so carby about the tomato sauce? Uh, tomatoes have a decent amount of sugar in them, and most oh. tomato sauces tend to add more sugar. Okay. Because I most the sugar thing. Yeah, most most people like uh, sweeter pasta. Like if you if you've ever added brown sugar to like spaghetti, it's mm-hmm. amazing. And I hate we gotta have these debates all the time. Do you put sugar or grits? This and that. You like to eat the shit, bro. God damn. Because <clears throat> my dad do that too. I hear it every day. I can't see with grits. I don't. I still don't like that shit at all. But wait, what's that? Pineapple. Oh but, yeah. Uh, if you do it, you do it, bro. I, I'm not about to be up for it. But my dad, and maybe that's just because that's how my dad used to always do this thing. You know, so your parents always got like one thing. They, the one parent who don't cook always got one thing that they bomb at, though. So that was my dad's shit, like spaghetti. Like, I'm about to cook spaghetti. He always put a little bit of sugar in that motherfucker, whether it was regular sugar or brown sugar. But it added a different, it made it real good to me. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Like, that little sweetness in there do make it fire. It, it it goes well with all of the the herbs in it. Yeah, it kind of it it plays nicely with the earth flavors. Not, not we always had. Uh, I'm not saying you motherfuckers put a, a damn cup of sugar in your shit. God damn, <laughs> you got to salt bay that shit, bro. Oh, you mm-hmm. can, don't t- not this this yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and I always need I was to about to ruin some pasta. My, uh, you always do a toast. You always do like give a toast whenever you eat spaghetti. Yeah, Texas toast. You know, you scream out Confederates or something like that. America. (laughs) Yeah, remember the album. Whatever you say, then you cheers and you drink. Texas toast is the only appropriate side for spaghetti. I might jump off that bridge with you, Uh, Wazzy. I might jump with you, Waz. I might hold your hand and jump with you, bruh. I don't, I don't now, think but so. it, it's semantics here because would you? I like chicken and spaghetti. Would you consider chicken? I've the never side had the chicken spaghetti, and spaghetti. Or would you consider the spaghetti the side to the chicken? And that's because you don't go to Black Function. If, whenever there's a fucking baby shower, you go and get. Some we were there. Fucking, no, Wait, so- me and Solana specifically did not do that because every motherfucking baby shower we go to. Mike, you just specifically said if you go to a black baby shower, there will be chicken and spaghetti. We went to yours and there was none. So you're clearly lying. (laughs) I'm talking about the unconscious blacks. (laughs) Oh, you're too woke for it. Yeah, you're too woke for it. No, we just, and the only reason we did this is because we had had gone to like, and it's baby showers and weddings. We had gone to like, you know, four weddings that year, three baby showers. We were so sick of fucking spaghetti and chicken by the time our baby shower came around. And we didn't want that shit nowhere near our middle. So I can't even remember what we had, but it was fire food. Is this side spaghetti or is this spaghetti with chicken in it? No, 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 no. You get chicken because wings. I, I... Chicken wings is one thing. Okay. And then the spaghetti oh, is one wings. thing. And there is, it's, it's, it's a great pairing, bro. It is. It really well, see, is. see. But 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 then the the spaghetti is the side. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. That's when it's semantics. When 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 the spaghetti's a meal, it's Texas toast. Yeah. When spaghetti's a side, chicken is amazing. Just get some asparagus or some yep, grilled. Veggie. See, I was I I was not expecting the chicken wings 
Yeah, I was expecting. I, I I thought you were about to go ahead and talk about you know some like diced up chicken breast no, 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 no. in there. Oh, but. Oh, I thought you meant chicken bro. in the spaghetti, which I had never heard of. Right. And... Oh, oh wings, bro, bro. Oh wings. And I'm gonna tell y'all why. It's because it's real easy to do both. You can make you know a lot of spaghetti to feed a lot. Frying up those wings. Yeah, and then you okay. buy. We usually buy wings from somewhere, so you order the wings from Captain Jay's or something. Get two hundred of them boys for a good price, and, and now you fed the whole you fed a whole bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? And all you had to do is put in a little work. You can make a mm-hmm. whole bunch of spaghetti with spaghetti all in all. Oh yeah. So it's it's usually because of the convenience. Shout out to to Italians and spaghetti. Bro, by the way, thank you guys. Got one with that spaghetti, boy. Yeah. I thought you meant this. That's shredded chicken. Yeah, it's 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 diced chicken. It ain't spaghetti though. <laughs> no. No. That shit might be good, but that ain't spaghetti. That's chicken and noodles, but that ain't spaghetti. <laughs> I mean, that it, it, it's it's ch- chicken Alfredo with spaghetti. The Alfredo. <laughs> Alfredo. It's chicken Alfredo. I got you. Yep. Oh, man. So you tr- you tried pulling he one on me once. He tried to hit you with that. Day I saw day. that. I saw that white sauce though. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> Yeah, it was no red in that motherfucker. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> the only red that was on there was uh, uh, a little paprika. <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought you were about to say the tips of that white person's hand that was pulling it up. And the blood was rushing to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a hand in that image. I don't know if it was. I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> imagining white hands. <laughs> That's, like, that's that's every black person's nightmare, bro. Every night we go to sleep, we get an image of white hands. Every, every single black person on earth, every night. Is it just like rand is it just like yeah, disembodied just white hands? hands? It's just hands. Or or, or is Nobody. it like a, a white hand just grabbing your food and like snatching it no, away? No, no, like no, the yeah. hands is coming at you. This, and it's it's different hands. Mike, are you scared right now? <laughs> I'm, terrified. I'm terrified. Bro. But I'm so used to it now that y'all like to see it on my face. <laughs> Been having these dreams since I was five. <laughs> Mike's just gonna bury those feelings. When you turn the moment you turn five years old, you wake up screaming and your parents be like, the white hands? He'd be like, <laughs> I'm in the white hands. <laughs> like, it's gonna be alright, baby. Just don't let them grab you. <laughs> Most cultures go through like a 13 year old experience. No, Apparently, it's five for, 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 for trauma the... start at five, Wazzy. I'm trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> that white privilege that lets you wait till 13. <laughs> right. Y'all don't even see trauma till y'all 13. I saw that shit when I was five. Five and three hours old, boy. <laughs> Oh, fuck, bro, that's crazy. It was during your uh, uh, kindergarten uh, midday nap, even. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. How uh, <coughs> does the kindergarten having naps? Uh, they still do that? I feel like they cancel culture. It's been a while. Naps. You're the closest one who'll know. I don't. My kid's not in kindergarten. Oh yeah, I'll know before y'all though. Yeah. So I just feel like that's the type of ridiculousness that. Uh, you know, the world just jumps to. Eventually, they're going to say, stop giving kids naps. <laughs> or 
or they're gonna say, let them nap all day. I don't know which way we're gonna go. Like super soft, super hard. Yeah, you I mean, know, it's, it's it's going to be soft because yeah, these kids just need a, a safe place to just. Oh, te- <laughs> teachers can't even like if a kid cuts himself, they can't even wipe the blood off. Like, well, you get AIDS that way. <laughs> and but it, that's just looking at <laughs> that is that's caused by unruly parents though, bro. You only say don't break up these fights because you've had it in the past where somebody tried to break up a fight and then that person got sued for trying to break up a fight or the school got sued for it. You don't want to go through that shit again. So guess what? We're not gonna help your kids no more. They gotta fend for themselves and then hope that they that's survive so wild. the time the police come, bro. Which is like so many, so many people want stuff for nothing. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. I well, that's part of it. And but then also another part of it is like the inability to go ahead and recognize that your kid's a little shit. <laughs> you know, like no, Timmy would never do anything. You're in the wrong. I don't know, man. Timmy's a bit of a prick. And I get it. He's ten, but. <laughs> But there's also the parents, there's those parents, bro, but I don't think we talk about the other parent enough either. The parent who thinks that Timmy punching this kid, another kid is a good thing. Those, there's those parents. No, Timmy not a bad kid. He's just asserting his authority. That other kid sitting up being such a pussy. And, and that's yeah. not, what are you talking survival, about? Uh, survival of the fittest, right? Yeah, bro. So that's social Darwinism. What are you talking about, bro? Like, this, they kids. What's he going to do when he turns 18? Or gonna get his first job, and he hears some constructive criticism. He's supposed to punch his uh, manager. That's what you think supposed to happen. <laughs> like, come on. Well, well, I'm glad that we kind of like brought that up because that's something Justin and I were talking about um, the other day, just about shout how like it's, how yeah. Shout out to Justin, that big old bull of a man. Um, but uh, I can see I'm also drinking a Bud Light Platinum. So uh, this is bad. Oh, B&B? See what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not bad unless you go ahead and mix them. <laughs> but, uh... not doing that. But I mean, I, th- I think it is important to understand that, like, there's like a happy medium between things, and that, for example, if you take justice too lightly, bad things happen. Right, if there is no justice, that's a bad thing. But if you go ahead and you take it too far in the other way, that's also bad because you're now persecuting. Like, like you're going ahead and uh, over punishing little things and stuff like that. And you have to go ahead and be able, just like you know, with like a, a parent, like you can't go ahead and let them do anything, uh, but you can't let them not do anything at all either. You know. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's all about that. It, it, and the, yeah, yeah. Like, think about how wild that theory even is. Because, like you said, bro, like I can't. If, if, especially on the side where I'm taking justice to my like, I think I'm beating this guy up because of my justice. He needs to be. But now you're beating mm-hmm. up somebody. A lot of times, you don't know what the whole situation was, so you're gonna jump to a conclusion. And think that your decision is right, or even if you know the whole decision, maybe you was brought up different. Maybe you was you don't see the world the same way somebody else sees it. And instead of like you know, there's a lot of times where conflicts happen and it's a misunderstanding. You know how often misunderstandings is 
<laughs> Something behind Wazzy fell down. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> you know how often misunderstandings happen. But a mm-hmm. lot of guys were like, no, I don't care. It's no misunderstanding. They just gonna jump to conclusions and then go straight. Up. Like, mm-hmm. so that's why it's just so hard for you to even ever have it. Just because of how subjective most of life is. That's wild. Too? Was it something good? What fell down? Mm-hmm. Was it something good? Oh, yeah, oh man. Also, them calves looking good, bro. You doing some, uh, you walking on the stairs? You doing the Stairmaster, bro? I, I have not worked out my calves since I was 17. Jake wants a little more color on them, but I'm looking at the, at the tone. I, I don't want any more color on them. I'm just accepting his fa- calves as what they are. I mean, they're just nice and pasty. <laughs> Waz, Waz knows the score. <laughs> I got myself a, a a jump rope actually, a Fila speed rope they call them. But uh, jump rope and I, I picked up jump rope and not as easy as I Those ten year old girls make it like they make you feel like all like garbage, man. Yeah, like a straight bomb. Hey, pull that, <laughs> pull that picture up that I sent you. I was going to do it randomly. Oh, my bad. Jake, explain okay. this. What was, so, this. what was this for breaking down? So, you know, every year we do the Relay for Life in Milan, and it's uh, to benefit the American Cancer Society. And uh, this one year, they were doing this fundraiser <laughs> where uh, – th- Those feet, man, you got to watch out for those guys. Uh but they were, we were uh, they they did this fundraiser where all the teams had a guy on their team dress up as a woman, um, and, uh, um, and you went everyone was high. giving them money. Dude, I wasn't the only one. Like you most guys, this. most guys looked like this. But it was hilarious because the woman's clothes that I'm wearing, <laughs> um, she was a little irritated when I came back with them on because she's like. You look better in that shit than I do. <laughs> I was like, "Well, thank you." But if that's a uh, true statement, I would throw it out a little more. I think it was about an hour, and I raised uh, two hundred dollars. I want to say. Got the motherfucking bag, the skirt. Oh my god! This is a... not us, you bro. We, what do you we, have? We, we are still in the in no there? homo slash pause. Uh, <clears throat> you know, era of the United States. So a lot of guys would never think about doing this because that's gay. But that's just but see, and, and the funny you thing. raise fucking two hundred more dollars than they've ever raised in their life. This but you are one ugly bitch. <laughs> Do you just have like eight bucks sitting in there? Right. <laughs> what is I didn't need to peep that was. You gotta <laughs> I don't know how much is in there at that time, but I mean, why, why, why do they got to be singles, Waz? No singles. I have no singles. I <laughs> it's a transparent green bag, and Mike's like, yep, yep, I can tell. I know that. That wadded up bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but it, but it's, what, it's what so funny. What year was that again? 
I, I, I can't remember, but it looks like I, I think it's like 2005. Yeah. Yeah. September 10th, 2005. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was 17 there. Um, but it's hilarious that I, I feel like, so like, you know, my mom obviously posted that there and I feel like it sends such a different message in 2020. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's kind of a, like a, a funny thing to observe, I think. So, so, so what we need to do is take that picture and make a new twit longer. Oh, wait, what? what? I did make a, a twit longer for you of that image. A twit for all of the uh, twit longer is like long, long stories. It, yeah, it, it's basically oh. like a tweet. It's, it's like all of the like a twit, twit, tweet three thread. Wow. Uh, no, so so it's it's basically a link to just a like a paste bin type thing. So okay. just a long, uh, yeah. It's just it 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 it's where all of uh, it was the site used for everybody saying like, so and so did this to me, and and all of the female streamer things that were going on about a month ago, and mm. um, I gotcha. <laughs> YouTube had that like three or four months ago, I think. Oh. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh, also, yeah, and actually, and we just had the relay this uh, last weekend, um, which was kind of interesting because um, uh, they canceled it down at the park. Um, but my mom was like, "Well, we're going to still do it." Everyone, just so you know, like we're going to be in my front, like my yard, with my team. Oh yeah, she's hardcore about it, man. Like this was our twenty first year. Like, God bless her. But uh, it was interesting because uh, you know it's usually down in the park, which is great. You know, like and there's uh, a lot of things. You know, it's like there's a lot of things you can do when you all get together, right? But when you all get together like that somewhere, there's certain things that you can't do. So um, we went ahead and lined the street um, that she lives on with luminary bags and. So it's usually down at the park, so it's like you have to go down there. But instead, this felt much more gorilla, like grassroots, you know, where it's like it's in your backyard. Like we're taking over the neighborhood for this one this one day um, and all that jazz. And I think, like, because she was kind of bummed about it, but I, I tried going, like, you know, this is a great opportunity for people in your on your block who aren't familiar with it, who don't ever go down that way too often because everything they need is on this side of town to go ahead and be exposed to it and, and all that jazz. And hell, dude, she raised like 800 Like She had a garage sale and she raised over $800. Damn. Damn, off the garage sale? Hell yeah. Jeez. And the funny thing was that she was, like, people were like, uh, hey, this isn't marked. You know, like, how much for it? And she's like, whatever you want to donate. If it's not marked, it's whatever you want to donate. And if it is marked, it's all negotiable. That's why my mom is a fucking garage sale. You know, when people shit gonna be there, she know how much she can pay for something. Boy, she's owning that. And it's not a bad come up, y'all. I see some good shit that people's garage sale. Oh, for sure, for sure. We lived in Bloomfield, bro. You you couldn't imagine the shit people was giving away in their garage sales out in Bloomfield. 
And that's why they just opened up a Salvation Army out there. Like it ran open and it was like a month ago. People was around the block trying to get Because they know what type of shit that people yeah. out there are giving away. Mm-hmm. They know what type of shit about the people. This stuff. Never before. We had a garage sale. You know what I'm saying? And like, like, or maybe use once or twice. Okay, you have a yeah. yeah, so so we had that. Like my mom had like saddles, and my dad had like printers that he had gotten from work, like a fifteen hundred dollar laser printer. We sold for like two or three hundred dollars just to get it out of there. This was like ninety seven. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, the early one. That's crazy. He sold that bitch for thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like 200 or something, which is still an amazing deal. Hell but yeah. right. it had all the cords with it and everything. So. <laughs> it, it, it had the uh, the old LPT. Um, oh, wow. Able with it. it was a parallel port printer. It wasn't even a, a USB. RIP parallel <laughs> port. The laser printers and laser disc. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Hmm. Hey, um, what was that that you had on your phone there? I was trying to remember if we talked about that Trump interview that he did one on one with that dude. Um, we did not, but I haven't watched it. So. I, I, okay, okay, it's all right. I can't, I, I didn't watch it all the way either, but it's just I saw like certain clips of it. So it's the, just, the Trump uh, talking with himself and handing papers back and forth or something <laughs> that was hilarious. That, that one was really good. Like that's probably all I needed to see. <laughs> um, it's just why'd you come to this interview with that many printed out pieces of paper, bro? Just fumbling through them pictures. Like, no, no, if you see right here, like, so you gotta put them pictures in a binder or something, bro. You got these hoes loose leaf, bro, in your hand. That's crazy. Dude, just have a tablet, you know, like. <laughs> like, my man came out there old school. Like, yeah, this is, that's, and you know what's funny? It just reminded me of somebody who doing a job interview for a job that they're not really qualified for. Like, you got 20, you got 20 uh, uh, um, resumes, you know, you got a bunch of questions on, on a sheet of paper. If somebody asks you what your weaknesses are, what am I going to say? Okay, well, see, my what my weaknesses are are. Uh, hold on, give me a second here. Hold <laughs> on, <laughs> like, damn, bro. <laughs> you at, at least have somebody in the background with some damn cue cards. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you play the interview? Are you allowed to have a, a buddy at the interview? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's just, and then what's funny is I walked upstairs today about five thirty. I walked upstairs and get water. And I just laughed. I was like, Donald Trump is really awkward. Yeah. And I don't know if I, and at one point I was like, is this the most American thing ever? Does this, does this it, prove that like anybody really can make it? I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. I mean, I mean, I mean, we say like. Not it ever. Yeah. I mean, because like that was kind of the funny one of the funny things about his uh, candidacy was that, well, he's an outsider. Right. Is Wait he... a second. He's part of the elite class. Yeah. 
Like, he he might not go ahead and have been a politician. But he's been but in rooms but he's, he's not me. events with all of these same people in these offices plenty of times. He's given a lot of these people money, for, yep. especially since he's in real estate. You grease a lot of palms to get shit built in certain places, past like certain regulations, especially fucking New York. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of politicians as a billionaire yep. real estate and business owner. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, he might not have been a politician. Your daddy was rich. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Rich. Like, so, so okay, he, sure, he was an outsider because he wasn't a politician, but don't go ahead and try and pretend that he's like me. Right, exactly. You know, um, so, like, sure, anybody can become president, I guess, yeah. and he's proof of that, but also, he's also, like, the opposite of proof of that, like, yeah. anybody within this social <laughs> class. <laughs> yep, it's like, anybody can be it if you got this amount of is that that's there are still rules to being president, so it isn't anything, but I think he just came at the perfect time. I mean, people just didn't want per- per- perfect time in terms of him getting voted, because I-, I think people were just sick of politicians. Which is wild, because you're coming off the Obama administration, where that's one of the big, you've had, you know, 43 white presidents in a row, and you finally got some change quote-unquote like as far as like uh optics and that's how that's how much most people go through for optics, optics place. so now you say you want mm-hmm. more change huh and so but obama was a black with... politician i was just not have a politician i don't know Y'all... i i i i think obama was was fucking stuff up just as much so it's maybe since two years ago they're like all right we're, we're going to do anything except white senate people and you know, I hear that a lot, bro, but I also hear the side where uh, most people say Obama wasn't fucking up. Obama fucked up because guess what? If you're a president. Everybody's, every president's going to fuck up because that's a hard job. But I've heard a lot of apologists say he wasn't fucking up. He was fixing all the shit that um, George W. Bush, uh, you know. I disagree with had everybody. To, had just, because remember how much people hated yeah. Bush? And it was like, oh no, nah, he going he gonna have it takes it's gonna take a lot of time to fix all the shit that Bush fucked up. I'm not saying that's what I'm thinking. I'm just telling right. you know, that's what a lot of people have said, were saying throughout his president. I feel that like I feel like there's no middle ground, and that like the right goes ahead and gives him Obama too much flack, mm-hmm. and the left doesn't give him enough flack mm-hmm. because the serious situation yep, that, serious that, that, that fell on him. Yep. You know, and, and he made the decision to send those drones in there that were going ahead and blowing up children. And you know, that's um, why I'm going to be having gray hair. <laughs> that's, them are the decisions that get your ass that yeah. hair at the end of your presidency, bro. You got to go to sleep knowing that you killed 
however many kids, bro, just to just to get See, one dude or two dudes, however many guys it was. That's one of the things that 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 I feel is different. Like with when Trump makes a decision, I don't. I don't think they it's keeping him up at night. I, even if I disagree with the the, um, the the decisions that President Obama made in Syria, I know those those hurt him. You know those those took a toll on him. Um, and and I don't, I don't. But I also think it wasn't too dissimilar with George W. Bush. Um, now Rumsfeld, he was getting off to that shit, and as was Cheney, I'm sure. But like, like Bush himself, like I don't know. To me, he always seemed like more like a patsy. Um, Say something, Ross. No, just a green. So, and what's funny about that is, bro, is I, I don't. I, I agree with you, uh, Jake. And it's not because I just super hate Trump. It's just because I, I, I've just seen so many instances. Where before you was president, you fucked over people, bro. And maybe the first the, after the first time you fucked somebody over, guys, you feel terrible about it. You had you you know it keep you up a little bit. The second time you fuck over somebody, you still feel a way about it. But after you fuck over 10, 20, 30, a hundred, you become numb to that shit. You really, no matter what it is that you do, whether it's fucking over somebody, playing a game, doing the more repetition you get into it, the more you become numb to it. So. I think by the time he become president, when he make decisions, it's like you said, uh, Jake, I've been doing motherfucking dirty for my own good for a while, so this shit don't really you know, uh, hurt my soul like that. And then mm-hmm. remember, and if you even look back at the Bush uh, administration, it's, at one point, he was one of the highest, like, um, you know, he had one of the highest approval ratings ever. Because I think people forget that how ready everybody was ready to go to war after oh, yeah. 9-11 hit. I think people throw that out the window, like, and just, they blame him for going to war. And I'm like, you can't do that. Everybody in America wants to go to war after mm-hmm. fucking the Twin Towers guy. Everybody. All y'all motherfuckers. Y'all issue is more so, and I think everybody's issue, and rightfully, is how long we was over there for. And then trying to figure out what our real mm-hmm. reason was for, because of the yeah. simple fact, like, even the Dave Chappelle's kid. Oh, oh, who said something about, oh, bitch, you cooking? Like, <laughs> like, are we even over there for this as a retaliation, or are we over there to control a nation, steal the oil, do all of this and that? But I, I don't tell me that you hate him because we went to war, because all you motherfuckers wanted to go to war, and he did what he wanted to do, and his approval rating to the roof when he did that shit. You know, and, and, and honestly, that's kind of funny, and, and we'll probably end up coming back around to it later, but... um Peter Hitchens uh, is this British, uh, I don't even know what to call him, author and all that jazz. Uh, his, Have you uh, read um, book? You sound it. Real hesitant to call him the author. <laughs> well, I mean, but, like, I don't, I don't know him from his books and oh, that sort okay. of thing. I know him from his talks and, and all that jazz. But um, his brother is Christopher Hitchens, and um, the atheist author and all that jazz um and they're 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 pretty much opposites at this point in their well i mean christopher hitchens passed away but um peter hitchens pretty much like so he he has described what his work is as being writing the um what do you call the obituary for england for great britain 
Um, he yeah, feels that he he feels that it's dead and stuff. So he's he's writing uh, the obituary for it, pretty much. Um, but it's interesting to hear him talk about how much he feels that World War One was the nail in the coffin for his his nation, and uh, he goes into all sorts of different things, like you know, with uh, the growing like uh, um, dissatisfaction with religion and all that jazz. But he he looks at that as being so many Anglican, you know, cause Church of England. Um, priests and stuff like that were advocating like you know young men go to war you know they the church has sung so many songs glorifying these men going off to war these young children going off to war to fight in this horrible trench warfare that was world war one and then they come back broken you know and, and, and what they were told that they were going to do wasn't actually what they were experiencing you know and uh, you you get too, so broken and um, and the like, only response is this is war <laughs> yeah this is war boy what right yeah and I mean I mean you know you got all sorts of like sixteen year olds who are going off and stuff like that seeing things that like just wild but um like he so he sees that He's as like the beginning of the fall experiencing seeing yeah. it is not being yeah. there and getting an image. You going yeah. out somewhere and experiencing it—that's just that should be can be devastating. Yeah, especially at six. Right. So then you come back and stuff, and like the people who were going ahead and telling you that this is glorious, after you saw like you know rats gnawing on your dead buddy next to you in the trench, you know, like it's like that's not glorious. You right. fucking lying to me, <laughs> you know. So you start questioning all these systems. You start questioning. The, the church, you started questioning the government, all these people that you trusted. Um, I feel that we're going, I feel that we're going through a, a very much a similar thing, especially in light of Vietnam. Yeah. You know, hell, like we faked the pretense to go there, <laughs> you know? So no wonder people are like, you know, fuck the government and all that jazz, you know? It's a very natural reaction to being betrayed like that. Um, but it's interesting because... I feel that his scope is too small in the damage that World War One has done, and the entire world is still reeling from it because. And which is, I love your theory on World War One. I think you could write a whole book on. Well, because like you had the Ottoman Empire at the beginning of the war, and they sided with uh, uh, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, and they sided with the Germans. Who all lost? So the Austro-Hungarian Empire got busted up. The Ottoman Empire gets busted up, and now you have the 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 British colonies, the French colonies, and everything trying to go ahead and get their foot in there, trying to get that oil and pillage, you know, these places now that they've decentralized them, and uh, we're dealing with so much of the fallout from something that happened a hundred years ago. <laughs> it's hilarious. But. I also want you to remember how not long a hundred years is. And I oh, think I know. That's what, I know you know, I, and I met people listening or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. That's our problem. We be thinking shit like that is so long ago. The world been around for a long time, people. hundred years ain't shit for the world, bro. Mm -hmm. Shit like this happens. We come and go, man. So 
when and when big things happen, such as something like World War One, those ramifications last for much longer than a hundred years, bro. It's probably gonna be, you know, gonna be a long time, centuries. Right, because like, was your, was your dad in the military? He was in. He was drafted into Vietnam. Okay, so that's. I knew you told me that, and I need to because I feel like, bro. I knew you told me that. Break it down because I feel like you did tell me some stuff about how your pop, how that shit kind of fucked with your pop when he was out there. Yeah, I mean, affected his thought process. I, I so so the the big stories I got from him was one his a close friend of his stepped on a landmine ten feet away. Which he still has shrapnel in him. He he still has shrapnel in him from that, so he can't get like an MRI or anything. Huh? Uh, when there's MRI, if he got shrapnel, no, no because it's magnet. magnetic resonance imaging, so its magnets flicker the metal and it, it'll cut you on the inside. Um, Damn, bro. so he can't do some X-rays either for the same reason. So um, is it like is and is the metal like so small that they can't go in there and out? It, it's like inside like near tissue near like yeah it's probably so healed up by now yeah, that yeah, yeah. um but he, he'd say he'd just be like they'd be wading down the rivers there and a dead body would just float by like so many different things that that, that war will just fuck people over and I, I seriously like i could go ahead and pretend that i can comprehend what it's like to walk down a river, you know, wade through a river and have a body flow by, but I, I can't. The reality is I can't. <laughs> and, and, and even if you could one, what about one an hour? If you're just like, yeah. oh, okay. There's and another like, one. I was... But it, don't let it be somebody you know, like, fuck, I just had breakfast. With and mm-hmm. they're floating from a way that I'm walking towards. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. And and then there's the 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 fear of the drafts themselves. Were you guys old enough to be in the drafting potential when I was a year late? Or? I was a year late. Bro. <laughs> See, I was nineteen or twenty. So if they had picked up the full draft, mm-hmm. I'd I'd probably not be here. Yeah. Or, or I would I, I would have yeah. failed out because of asthma because I can't run. <laughs> no, get, no, get out of here, uh, And I, I say a year late, but I can't. It, it was either it was I was close though, y'all. I ain't gonna lie, I was pretty close. They stopped that shit right now. That's so, wild, bro. And even think about walking down water, swamps, whatever it is in Vietnam. That's just disgusting, bro. You in full clothes, stomping through that shit for hours at a time. This ain't you ain't just crossing a river for ten, five minutes, bro. Y'all well, and it, it, <laughs> Jake might be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the first like large scale guerrilla warfare yeah. conflict yeah. that we, we we've really seen. Yeah, because before that, we had, you know, the Korean War, which was a bit more traditional. Um, that was still pretty much, like, pretty hellish, but, I mean, all war is. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, no, but I, I, mean, I, I think with, that was a very unique experience upon the American consciousness, for sure. With, with, with old school wars, you know where you're getting shot from. Yeah. When there's 
treetops just littered with people. You have no idea where anything is coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, like, there's, there's so many weird aspects to it, too, because, like, then there's all the heroin in the area and stuff, and, like, oh, how yeah, the government was... Yeah, how the government was using the heroin on our soldiers to go ahead and help them get through the day, pretty much. Weren't they doing that, like, sending troops to, like, uh, brothels and and the the opiate dens just to make sure that they weren't going to completely flip and attack their own people? Yeah, which is just so wild. And then we wonder why we got so many addicts who came back. Well, I wonder. And yeah. then, and then finally, man, like like you were saying, Jake, like now everybody's questioning why are we here? Y'all lied. We're here. Right. Your your and this is just me. I'm take I could take it to as low as success success in school, sports any sport team I've ever been on. If you lose your motivation or you don't trust the people that are leading you somewhere, that's going to greatly affect your chances of being successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. if you're out there, you're doing shit that you're like, why the fuck are we doing this? Why are we here? You cannot truly and fully focus on your objective. And that's the type of shit that gets you killed or gets you to take an L in certain things, bro. When you're not motivated, you don't believe in the cause and and you just want to leave, you 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 out of there, bro. Motivation and one if you if you I can put you against somebody, Jake, that's twice your size. But if I can if I can convince you, bro, you can whoop his ass. And I'm going to tell you why you can whoop his ass. He got this weakness, this weakness, this weakness right here and you go into that fight in your head and thinking that you can win, your chances of, of success have doubled at, at least, bro. But when you go right. in there and you like, I can't beat this man. Why am I even here? You gonna lose, bro. <laughs> Period. Point blank. So now well, you've killed your the... you've killed your soldiers. Um, and I'm my bad. You've killed your soldiers' motivation. And there's no way you can win shit like that when you've already lost motherfuckers' trust, um, within you before y'all even get there, or you know, as soon as y'all get there. Well, and especially with uh, um, like the analogy of a, a team sport, if you don't trust the coach mm-hmm. to to be going ahead and putting the right people next to you, um, and he's going ahead and saying like, "Okay, go ahead and run this play," and you're like, "No, like I know that guy. He wants me to pass to this guy who's a fucking chump. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to do what I'm going to do." Yep. And you can only do so much in a team sport, especially by yourself, right? You yeah. know, so. Um, yeah, so it all goes downhill. It does, um, bro. Yeah, but and then there's there's like how it's it goes so deep because like especially when you think about like World War One, World War Two, the the people coming back there, the guys coming back there with all of that de- trauma, and then raising their children. Yep. What sort of father are you? You know, like um, how does that impact that? And then not to mention. You know, studies have shown that, like, things like depression, like, traumatic events can go ahead and affect you on, like, an epigenetic level. Like, it can actually make changes within your actual physical being Mm. that you can then pass on. Wow. So, in that sense, you could pass on, like, a traumatic memory. 
Wow. You know, so now you have like generations of trauma being passed on. Um, so it affects us on so many different levels. And uh, it's really heartbreaking when you think. So of you're telling all me that, that slavery could still affect me in 2020? Wow. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, like honestly, like I was I was thinking about saying it in my head, that but like was that's one of the things that hurts because me. I know that it does. <laughs> well, it, well, yeah, but, but like it was one of the, I was thinking about going ahead and bringing it up. But that's one of the things that hurts me so much about like thinking about like the black community in this regard. Because sure, there's like the with slavery, there's we always talk about like the financial aspect of it and stuff like that. So while white families were able to go ahead and accumulate wealth and pass it down, black families weren't, but there's also the, the trauma, like the actual real trauma that was experienced and passed on. And so like you have a number of compounding factors and it's just, it's just really depressing. Yeah. Can you send me the, where you, you, you read the, the passing down of memories. Cause I, I don't want to say, I don't believe you on that, but I don't I believe mean, you on that. We so, I do from a, like a society point of view that that the trauma of my parents is going to lead to trauma within me. Um, but, but how many generations true. can that possibly go down? Well, but it's not it's, it's not a it's not a bloodline thing. It's it's a they've become fucked up at the core. So I'll have to look up the article for you because, like, the way I have heard some articles communicate it is talking about passing down memories which i understand what they're saying but it's not specifically a memory because i don't remember what my my father remembers remembers <laughs> but what they're saying is that that event caused a biological change um just like eating some foods can cause biological epigenetic changes within you um and so certain events can go ahead and trigger these uh like uh, uh, gene flips, okay. which then can be passed on um, to children. So like children after that. So like a heart attack, you you it releases shit into your blood when you have a heart attack. So they so doctors can tell when you've had that. So that kind of thing, I guess. But a memory itself, you aren't passing. Right. Well, maybe I mean, it's, like, yeah, maybe it's yeah, just the residuals. No, like I don't really remember what happened, but something. If something happens to me similarly to what happened to somebody else in my past, it could affect me a different way. Is that what it was well, about? A memory is like a byproduct of an event, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that that genetic um, uh, change is also a byproduct of it. So, mm -hmm. no, I, they're taking poetic license when they say <laughs> passing down a memory. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, it's it's not an actual memory, but it. I mean, it isn't. A biological yeah 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 and i and you know uh, it's like wazi said i would love to see that shit too because like people we say that um stuff like alcoholism is also genetic right but where how where did that start off at was it because like you know i don't know was the first person ever in whatever my gene pool is was just alcoholic or did he get is there a gene in certain people's bodies that can make you more susceptible to being an alcoholic i don't know or is it just my great 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 grandfather drank super much and then his son drank super much and then his son drank super much and then that turned into alcoholism and every motherfucker after them is susceptible to alcoholism i don't know personally i think it's it's just it's 
there there is a, a nature and nurture portion of dependency yeah because people some people have um uh, addictive personalities where does that come from it's both part of you and part of how you were brought up if you if you were brought up with your parents drinking in front of you every day and getting hammered drunk you're you're either going to do the opposite of that or think that that is the 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 mm-hmm. norm it, it, it depends yeah f- true it probably depends cool. on how your parents acted once they got to that state your dad well, got like look. super cool and happy you was like oh it's, it must be you drinking don't do shit you just get cooler and we go ahead and give but me see, a drink <laughs> I mean, but but it's not even that consistent because it's like not, we, I know we it's also not that see, consistent. Yeah, Because yeah. I mean, like that that would make a logical sense. But then we also have people becoming alcoholics whose dads were abusive. You Super know, abusive. Um, but like, I, I, that's the thing that annoys me about people who complain about the binary system. Like, oh, I'm non-binary, and you know all that stupid shit. Because like, it's not nature versus nurture. It is, and it isn't. Everything falls on the spectrum, you know, like there, there, there's some people who have a genetic predisposition for alcoholism, but considering that they weren't in that env- an environment that uh, inspires that to come out, they're fine. And then there's the opposite and stuff. So everyone is, is somewhere on there. So while it's neither nature nor nurture, but it's an interaction of the two opposites to go out and actually produce it. It's the same thing with like masculinity and femininity, you know, like not all men are not the same. All women are not the same, you know, Mm -hmm. but like everyone falls at different points. But that doesn't mean that male and female uh, nature and nurture aren't useful terms for us to understand the world around us, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to get deep into that shit because I I still want to talk to somebody in like as deep into that to figure out what the, you know, what the, uh, I don't know, the whole breakdown is with the binary shit. Like, you know. Oh, I'm still on there too. But Jake just used the binary, non-binary yeah. example. And, you know, you know, some people will listen to Jake right now and be pissed off. Like, you, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But, I, you know, I'm just saying for me personally, I haven't talked to nobody, had no deep conversation, mostly because most of those conversations end up turning into arguments. And I just don't feel like arguing with nobody in 2020. So. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just well, find somebody's YouTube videos or something and watch them. I, I, I would love to have an open conversation about it. Yeah, because like the only logical other conclusion is that. Instead of a binary system, how many people are in America? 300 million? 300 million. That's, that's how many there are. Because everyone... <laughs> Everyone's like, different. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly. Right. Yep. My, like, yep. The three of us are, I would go ahead and consider, like, rather traditional males. Yeah. And that sort of thing. Somewhere on the masculine end. But we're all very fucking different. Definitely. You saw what I was wearing in that picture uh, back in 2005. Yep. And I, I'm glad y'all, there will never be a picture of me on that cruise boat back in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like like a binary system is really talking about abstract ideals 
that are at the very ends of a spe- spectrum, but yep. there's like an implicit knowledge that a spectrum exists. Connected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I feel like they're too autistic to go ahead and realize that. <laughs> and, and then you have to take into account who's talking about that medically and who's talking like, yeah. Like when I say I'm mailed to, to somebody that literally means nothing. It, it, it it's, but right. if it's if it's medically, it makes sense. So right. I don't know. I, I but it's I don't a know. whole ass thing. <laughs> yeah, bro. Ooh, that's why I love this podcast. Play that uh, video I just sent you, Waz. You just sent me or the? <laughs> no, uh, not yeah, sound no. Like I don't know what that sound was. Did you play something, Waz? I did. <laughs> it was perfectly time with me going. <laughs> oh, this shit's super blurry on my screen. Oh yeah, Sam's is old. You know you don't fuck. Oh, I mean, this, this shit too blurry. I gotta pull it off. Right. First of all, Who's it looks like that's you fighting world. right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I I hope you mean the guy on the right. You know you don't fuck though, right? Right. Right. Are you gonna find a better one or yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I'm about to pull it up on my screen. It might still I mean, be blurry for you. Send it to me. I mean it'll No 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 no. It's just you know how I yeah, should get in Discord, bro. It'd be some bullshit. Yeah, no, the, the, the video's blurry on my end. Oh, okay. Well, I mean both of you guys are a little blurry on my end, yeah. so but I mean I think it's just exacerbated. This is, this is just a super shitty quality. You know, you don't- well, I mean, like, even those comments on the side are super blurry, is what I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> and those comments on the side. You know you don't fuck though, right? Oh, yeah, they are. All right, hold on. Let me see. Um, hold on. Once. That's. Do I look crispy at least? No. Oh. Uh, you look better now than, than you used to on camera as well. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean, but I'm going to take it as a compliment. Take that, take that. Why you got to say it like that, Mike? That's how, how Diddy say it. Yeah, I would rather not hear Diddy tell me to take that, take that. All right, can y'all see how I look on y'all screen what I just posted up? Yeah, it's, it's blurry. Still super blurry. All right, the video yeah. just blurry anyway, so it don't really matter. Play that shit, right. boss. No, right? You know you don't. You have your screen up still. I should say live too. Well, I'm live. Yeah. Well, stop streaming, bro. <laughs> uh, okay. Ooh, I'm learning. You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? 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 You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? 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 Try to catch me slipping, but you know I'm on point. Try to get me down, but you know I'm on point. You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? That's a quick one. Yeah, I missed missed half of it because it was lagging. Yep, here we go. You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? 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 You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? You know you don't fuck though, right? 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 
right? Try to catch me slipping, but you know I'm on point. Like, when it actually happens, uh, it all lags up on me. Um, let, let me see the link. No, you don't fuck up, right? No, you don't fuck up. Send me the link and I can just go ahead and watch it on my computer. Right? Right? Alright. You know you don't fuck up, right? You know you don't fuck up, right? Fire song, by the way. You know you done fucked up, right? You done fucked up, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I missed, like, all of this. <laughs> Are you streaming again? Yeah, I'm a, I just need everybody that's watching live to see the whole video. You know you done fucked right, up, right? You know you done fucked 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 up, right? 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 You know you done fucked up, right? You know you done You know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up, right? 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 You know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up, right? You know you done fucked up, right? 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 Try to catch me slipping, but you know I'm on point. Try to get me down, but you know I'm on point. You know what the best part you know of Have you watched right? this now? Yeah, I've watched it a couple times. Now. Okay, so <laughs> the best part of this to me is, is t-shirt looks like some shredded <laughs> toilet paper. That's part of it for sure. I love that he whoop his ass <laughs> and then he just let him walk away. He'll run up and sneak him or nothing. That flat booty chick in the purple uh, and the pink shorts try to break it up. My man get up, grab his motherfucking phone, and he walk away. He don't act like a tough guy no more. He lost. He know what it is. And the dude who won, he like, go ahead. <laughs> get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, like... I, I really love when he's down and he goes to get up and he goes, <laughs> and he has to like roll back to get back on up. But, uh, yeah, that, that was one drunk ass fight. That was the one drunk fight. Now, because like, those what, punches, man, what has to happen for your shirt to end up looking like that? I don't know, man. You tell me. <laughs> That's from the guy that you fight and grabbing your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he don't know how to fight, so he just grabbing on to whatever he can, yeah. <laughs> and then getting his ass bop bop. Yeah, cause that's uh, that's some like cat fight stuff. Yep, exactly. Man, that third punch, the third right that he threw, that was that was the money maker right there. Hell yeah! Like the second one connects pretty good with the side of the jaw, um, but it's a third one that really laid him out. <laughs> and that's was the best part. Like I got more for you. How much do you need? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna go ahead and get on up. <laughs> and then the left, he hits him with like right here. Yeah, like the. But uh, he gets him like right in the nose. I feel yeah. like. That. Yeah. What is this part of your arm called? <laughs> Forearm. Forearm. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that lower four. That low foe. <laughs> okay. <that's fine. laughs> I'm like, imagine you better shut your mouth before I hit you with that low foe, bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
right, so we got to knock out uh, the last part of this is uh, talking about that good old uh, toxicity from System of a Dog. Yes, sir. Toxicity. Jake, what did this um what did this album mean to you? What did it do to you um emotionally? Why did you choose this album for us to listen to this week in August so it's really, of 2020? <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting uh cuz like when it came out, I mean, who wasn't listening to Chop Suey and Aerials and and all that jazz like I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing toxicity you know it was just all over the place I could, um, but i still was rolling I, I <laughs> it was pockets but uh uh yeah it, so i mean it was good and everything and i enjoyed it when it came out um you know and it's but it was like you know in, the, in that same vein as uh, like rage against the machine and stuff like that in a lot of ways and um i don't know it was just solid it was good but like, and it also fueled a lot of that angstiness, and um, uh, it, it woke me up to like a good number of things, um, especially like delving into you know like uh, uh, some of their other albums and stuff. But like on here, you got uh, Prison Song. Um, that's a big one for me. So wait, is this? Um, did you uh, get into Toxicity later? And when it dropped or something, what you mean? No, no, I know I got into it when when it dropped, but like it was just like it was just like a good album um, and that sort of thing, and I, it didn't like really affect me too much other than just being good music. Um, but like, Prison Song was one of those songs that like really stuck out to me. Um, and then in later albums, you know, you got stuff like Byob with that chorus uh um um why do they always send the poor and stuff you know um yep. so uh, i i guess what we would like say like there's a lot of like woke stuff in in their music but uh um the reason like i was sitting there and i've been talking to one of my friends who's armenian quite a bit lately and and a lot of the times when we talk system of the of a down gets uh um brought up and because there are they're Armenian, and that has influenced um, a lot of their perspective on things a lot. Like, all four of them are Armenian, um, and they've used their platform to go ahead and really um, educate people about um, the Armenian genocide that uh, was done by the, the young Turks of uh, um, Turkey and the Ottoman Empire and all that jazz, um, which, with everything that's... so. Between talking to him and, and, and the events that have been going on over in Armenia right now with Azerbaijan, with Turkey um, going ahead and launching attacks, with Turkey going ahead and um, moving from a secular democratic nation to a much more uh, Islamist nation, um, and the worldwide attacks on the Armenian people, like it's just got me like really touching back into that system, you know listening to them and uh who like really first opened me up to a lot of their issues culturally and 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 not to mention that anger you know um and and like so much of the emotion that their songs evoke but um 
And then there was also that I was so I was sitting here. I've been listening to all of their albums, um, and uh, I was really struggling to figure out which one I even wanted to have you guys listen to. I figured Wazzy had uh, uh, some experience with with System, but I wasn't sure just how much. And I mean, th from their self-titled album all the way to. Uh, uh, hypnotize like there's such an evolution in sound while also keeping a lot of the same things um so it was really difficult for me to go ahead and choose but toxicity for one has so many good like radio hits like i said chop suey mm -hmm. toxicity and aerials um but then you had us listening to uh run the jewels and i can't remember what song it is off the top but one song that was talking about incarceration numbers and all that jazz yeah um, and don't don't get caught i think or yeah that sounds about ones. yep but, but yeah like and like they lead off with prison song you know mm -hmm. um about how they're trying to build a prison and one of the things i think is really interesting is uh the part where he's like following the rights movement you clamped clamped on with your iron fist drugs became conveniently available for all the kids, mm -hmm. you know? And when you look into like COINTELPRO and, and these various operations that our government has gone ahead and partaken in about flooding uh, the, the inner cities with drugs and stuff like that, and it's rather convenient that it happened just after, you know, the civil rights movement and all that jazz, you know? Um, so like, I thought it was a, a nice tie in there. and. Um, yeah, and it's just like really good, different, psychotic music. <laughs> yep. Um, that's like things like Ariel's. Like I'll, I'll never like Ariel's always has a special place. You know, just that description of life is a waterfall, or one in the river and one again after the fall. You know, and it's like there's like that unity of like the human experience, and then as the waterfall happens, like you become a droplet, a, an individual until you go ahead and die and you fall into like the rest of the river again and then you're back with the collective again and uh there's so much really interesting imagery in in that song that's really sort of like shaped the way i look at the world um and myself that uh i, don't know, I just figured it'd be a little good little thing for you guys to re-listen to or listen to for the first time so i guess that's all i got is um you said it's just a good album so it sounds like to you it's just still like a seven out of ten, seven point five or something. Has uh, has this time has time passed? Has it made it a better album for you, or is it the same, or has it um does it not hold up as much as it did when you first heard it? Bro, I'm super binary. I don't go ahead and work off these uh, decimal systems here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Either I like it or I don't like it. For the most part, honestly. And like, uh, like when people ask, like, what's your favorite band is? Fuck if I know. I don't have a favorite band. Like, but you I'm can tell me if you like the fucking album now more than you liked it when you first heard it, or is it the same as uh, like as it was before, or does it not hold up? You know, when I, something I, I, doesn't hold up over time. It definitely holds up. It definitely mm -hmm. holds up. But I would say it holds up just the same. But 
possibly okay. in a different way. Like especially that song Science. Science hit real different. I don't know <laughs> if I ever paid nearly uh, as much don't you attention love that, before. Bro? You'd be like, damn. Did I even listen to this? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, especially since like I was listening to all of their albums. Like I started back, you know, with um, their self-titled album, and uh, was listening to that. And you know, you got songs off there like "War" and like this implication of like the uh, effect of religion on people in, in the world and stuff like that. So I was listening to that, and then I, I go ahead and I jump on to toxicity, and he's going ahead and say, you know, science has failed our world. Science has failed our mother, mother Earth, Earth, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and talking about faith and the spirit moves through all things and all that jazz and stuff. And I was like, I don't know if I was going ahead and paying as much attention to that as yeah. uh, as I, I am now. Which also has a, a different connotation, you know. That's now, like, low key Christian rock on your ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're Armenians, so good yeah. luck. Like, <laughs> so what you think about it, Wazi? When you listen to it, did you? Is it so your first I, time, or are you revisiting? Ariel's Toxicity, Chop Suey, probably Prison Song, or maybe Psycho. One of those. I, I I've I've heard probably half of the the album. I I've heard enough. The other half maybe just a handful of times. So most of it was a new listen for me, which is good. Um, I love Serge Tankian's voice. It it just it's a mm. different voice. Um, and then they do exactly what I love in songs, where <clears throat> it's not chorus, chorus, bridge, chorus, and you're done. It's you don't know what part of the song if you just start up a song. It, at anywhere in the in the song you don't know what part or you will know what part it is because it's not the same over and over it i it, it, it's it's got that that nice interesting listening pose yeah 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 i i love songs where verse one and verse two don't sound the exact same and stuff like that and there's little breaks here and there uh, and again search tanking voice is one of the more unique voices out there in mainstream music. So it's what you mentioned it's psycho and, and I flipped to the lyrics and, uh, cause I was like, I can't remember which one. And it's funny. Cause like, as soon as I look at the lyrics, I know exactly, I, I can hear it all, you know, cause it's got such a distinct pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I forgot to mention, <clears throat> um, that really influenced me was um, when I was younger playing the drums and uh, I, I came across reading an interview playing with the uh, drums, eh? Yes, sir. You ain't never told uh, us that. We got to start a band, y'all. Wazi, you played the tr- trumpet? What you play again? I played I played piano, bass, and violin. Bro, and cello fucking drums. I got lead vocals. Both of y'all got backup vocals too. We gonna make a band. Go ahead. I mean, it's been a long time, <laughs> but I mean, I, I've 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 been Jones, and ever since I put those sticks down, hey. um, <laughs> that shit just uh, like riding a booty, bro. <laughs> but um, I remember uh, reading an interview with uh, John Domanian, um I probably slaughtered his last name there, but um, he uh, uh, he's the drummer. Oh I remember, 
I remember uh, reading an interview with him where he was talking about how much he enjoys making mistakes during live performances of playing the drums because it reminds him that he's not a robot and that he is a human being and that we make mistakes and stuff and that you can't just be like that, 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 you know? Yep. You're not a metronome. Yeah, exactly. And stuff. And so that he, he has an appreciation for those, those little flaws and stuff. And like, he's not trying to give people a bad show or anything, but like, ah, fuck, I was off by like, you know, uh, a 16th of a second. All right. Nope. That makes sense. This is I another for- one. Go ahead, Wazi. Sorry. I, I, I did forget to mention that I forgot that system was a, a highly political is not the right word, but an issue oriented band. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it's it's a, big time. it completely slipped my mind. Yeah, because I'm looking now and once again, it's another one of those bands, bro. Most of their current members been there since 94, bro. And then John uh, got there in 97. Like, people just don't understand how hard that is to keep to get guys together for that long, man. That shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody got some vocals on this except for the drummer. He just drums, and that shit's fire. So what I was looking at, too, is that... Um, it said that Chop Suey actually got taken off the radio waves at one point after that got caught, uh, after it started banging on the radio a lot. They said they took that shit off the radio waves because of politically sensitive lyrics, um, <laughs> such as uh, trusting myself, righteous suicide. Uh, so I was wanting to bring that up too, like that, that, that chorus there. I don't think you trust in myself, righteous suicide. Yep. I cry when angels deserve to die. Like when you really sit there and think about that, like just wild, an, an, an angel deserving to die. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what I'll be talking about, like digging deep in the lyrics. I'm listening to this shit and I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers are spitting. Like, <laughs> and they actually is like jumping on some songs and spitting and his voice is different on them joints. And I'm like, man, because like, same as you, Wazi, I, I actually hadn't heard. Only things I've heard on here is Toxicity and Chop Suey. Same reason that you said it, bro. It's shit. First of all, Chop Suey just a cold name, bro. I, I remember <laughs> Chop Suey. I remember the cartoon Chop Suey. That shit was fire, bro. Like, <laughs> So I had to get down with the song. But listening to this album now is, was was super dope. And then I, you even get to shit like Deer Dance. Deer Dance is two minutes long. It's four different songs in two minutes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these motherfuckers switched this bitch up so many times in such a quick manner. That is crazy, bro. Like, that shit was so sweet to me that I, I got to look down like, damn. <laughs> it's just, like, it's the same song, but it's, it's, it's literally only been, you know, 120 seconds, bro. That shit was crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, these boys is cold, um, high energy. And I just listened to this shit and I just, I need more of my people to add shit like this onto their playlist, bro. That hard rap, I, it get me going too, y'all, but God damn boy. Some of these songs that y'all been putting me on, I could throw on at the gym. Like when I need that extra motivation during a run or something and get that last mile knocked out, bro. Cause like, like it, Hold on, let me see which one is. 
First of all, prison song come in crazy. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a great uh And then I'm glad you brought up science too, because I I don't know what it is. It's about the titling for these songs is great to me too, because I don't know where they be going where they figured where they gonna go with this name of their songs. It's the same way like Tyler the Creator is, right? You go to a Tyler mm-hmm. the Creator album. He'll name his songs just something random that don't got nothing to do with the songs. Like, you know, tree. Like, why is this called tree? You, you're not talking. You ain't said you ain't even said tree in the whole song, but you named it tree. Like, you know what I'm saying? Goblin, his his main album. What the fuck? Like, you know, you, there's nothing about goblins in here. You're just a wild motherfucker. Maybe you, maybe you rapping on a goblin. goblin would rap. I don't know, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just, but these guys, like, you when you dig deep into uh, certain songs, it's like, oh, this shit crazy. Hold on, let me see real quick. Yeah, needles. Just that first start, bro. Is mm. that's all I need, bro. When you come in, yes, bro. When you come in, it's like, and it's not soft, but when you come in with just like that one guitar, and mm-hmm. then everything else come in to it. You know, ten seconds later, that's my shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I got a soft <laughs> spot for I, that, I, bro. I love slow opens like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. Me too, man. <laughs> I got a soft spot for that shit. So, cause that's 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 it, it coincides with how I start running. Like I'll just jog, and then as soon mm-hmm. as that motherfucking bitch drop, we got a sprint, <laughs> 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 and we get that workout finished, bro. Um, but it's just so funny because this is also the album that I looked up. I'm like, okay, so this was like basically they breakout album. Even with mm-hmm. their number one song getting pulled off the radio, they still was banking on these motherfuckers, bro. And then look, I also seen it here, which I think they just wanted to throw it in here just as a random tidbit because it didn't match up with anything they was talking about. But it say um, when they came to play in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh yeah. Uh, older Jean was allegedly harassed, ethnically intimidated, and physically assaulted by security guards backstage, who dragged him out the venue. Um, yeah. he went to this hospital, and then he sued the the fucking security company for that shit. And then even with that, they finished off the tour. So imagine you being one of these. Yeah, they the the basis. Yeah, yeah, you're. Imagine this now, y'all. You're an Armenian fucking band talking about this type of shit here and now i'm coming in here and i gotta deal with the type of shit that i'm talking about in my music bro that's gonna make my show go so much harder bro and and i'm learning whatever security guard's name is and i'm putting his name in every lyric that i possibly can like like what else do y'all need to prove that we we spitting the shit that y'all need to hear I'm in the band, bro. I'm I'm in here. <laughs> like I'm not mm-hmm. headlining, but I'm a main event at this concert, and this motherfuckers won't let me in. I'm getting beat up and sent to the hospital. Come on, bro. That's just that's just crazy, and that it just goes to show you that sometimes it don't matter how much money or fame you got. And this is just their first album, so they probably didn't have that much money. No, their second album. Their second album, yeah. But this is the one that yeah. really bopped off. Yep. So mm-hmm. they, they, they just getting a taste of fame and shit. So it, but it don't matter, bro. Somebody don't, if somebody don't fuck with you, they don't fuck with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, th- that may be why I, I, I do like system so much is they're, they are singing about shit that they're currently going through. It's not somebody who wrote a song for him and he's just singing lyrics. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 
than speaking about what they're actually dealing with. So there's a authenticity. Wow, authenticity. Yep. Yep. Voice. I didn't know they was all Armenian either, though. So that's fire. Yeah. um, It's funny because like you, huh? They from Dearborn or something? Where where they from? (laughs) Uh, North 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 Hollywood. Uh, which there's a huge uh, uh, Armenian population out there. Uh, we get we get a significant Armenian population here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to be uh, in the northern burbs, though, um, not uh, so much in Dearborn. But um, uh, you could usually tell, like, um, a lot of Armenian last names end with Y A N or I A N. I know what you stuff. was about to say. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell, Jake, from the cars they drive? What you was about to say? <laughs> you can usually tell from the bad drive, and I know what you, I know where you was going with it. <laughs> well, you can usually tell a Chaldean by their car, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll edit that out. Here you go. Here. <laughs> but no, uh, it's it's a uh, it's really interesting. Like. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot of Armenians, but like when you talk to them and like they really open up, like that Armenian genocide, like yeah. they all have stories yeah. about like what happened to their grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, and, so and I'm trying to tell and, y'all, these years is not as long ago as y'all be thinking, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, like I, I've just heard stories of like how violent they had been when they were younger because like they heard these stories about what had happened to their mother um you know not that like their great 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 or anything like that but their mother or their mm-hmm. grandmother and that sort of thing their grandmother who is still alive who's sitting there you know on the other side of the room and all that jazz and uh so when they go ahead and they come across someone who's you know you know typically got like uh a turk background and stuff like that like just all they need to hear is, oh, you're a Turk, and it's done, you know? <laughs> it, it's like Bloods and Crips, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're on the wrong side of town, buddy, so this is what's happening, you know? And, uh, um, yeah, so, like, to go ahead and, like, grow up in an environment where you're hearing so much about that and how it's been suppressed so much, like, hell yeah, like, of course you're making some uh, some some heavy music here. <laughs> yep. Of course you're going ahead and, like, sympathizing with all of these causes and stuff. Uh, but the thing is, like, it, it it's so easy to, you'll start, a lot of times as a musician, you'll start off making music like that, but then realize, oh, I can't make no money like this. I got to kind of conform to whatever the sound is. So these guys pulled off the ultimate trick, which is we got the same sound as y'all, but our content is going to be about something that's really serious. And y'all motherfuckers got to learn about. And uh, even once you figure that out, a lot of times people just still be like, nah, I'm straight on that. I don't want to hear that. But they pulled that shit off. And also what's key to this is, this album dropped on September 4th, 2001, y'all. A week before September 11th hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, when you, so I just kind of say, because uh, I can't really remember back then, but not only are you speaking about shit that people are feeling, because y'all are really speaking about shit, but y'all, we get hit with one of the most traumatic experiences we've ever had as a nation. And now your album is out and it might have hit somebody even harder 
you know, right? Then it, yeah, then it possibly would have, you know, without that uh, tragic event. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. Mm-hmm. I would love to see what the what the numbers was like, you know, after 9/11 was for their shit. But I I can't see it not being a factor in that, and you know, some of that shit taking off because they really are. A lot of that shit is about hurt and and, and rethinking uh, certain shit in life. And, you know, people was in that mindset at that time, bro, for real. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, when you look at, um, like, Mesmerize and Hypnotize, their last two albums, uh, those came out in 2005, mm-hmm. you know, so it was still in that whole Bush era. Yeah. So, you, I mean, they were just riding that wave really well, so. Yep. Fire, fire, ride, wade, ride. Fire wave writing. <laughs> we both can't talk today. Also, my last key thing is these, and I said it about uh, Deer Dance, but a lot of their songs is short, like quick hitters, bro. Minute 56, two minutes, three minutes even. And, you know, back then, that's kind of when the transition started happening to make shorter songs, but having two minute songs and you got multiple of them is, is wild. This album only 44 mm-hmm. minutes long. You can, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, I could listen to this twice before I finish listening to a lot of albums that's, that uh, came out around that same time, you know? So mm-hmm. um, to be able to get a, a, a quick, concise point across 14 songs, quick songs is is, is real dope. And I want to see, yeah. have you ever been to any System of a Down concerts, either of y'all? No. I would love to know what that experience is like especially early on back then because mm-hmm. you get if you get hired you're, you're supposed to do an hour set if your, if your main album's only 44 minutes like <laughs> fuck you how you feel it in that blank it's like like you said they, they had another album so i know y'all can fill it in but mm-hmm. sheesh <laughs> y'all pulling, <laughs> y'all pulling out they, all type of shit that motherfuckers don't know i i knowing the the, the members i'd I'd be surprised if it wasn't more of a show than than just like a concert. Like like oh, yeah. out, bare naked ladies put on an amazing show. Would um, you see bare naked ladies? Junior year. Junior year. Uh, what was that? For? So it was like ninety eight. It was it it was it was the maroon album. Mm, okay. But and they just had a great I, show. Yeah, it was there was there was pyrotechnics, there was set, there was it, it was like a performance rather than just a musical. Well, I guess the performances, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. What you mean. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't just up there playing their songs for yeah. an hour. They they had a good show on the visuals. Like when uh, I saw All Out Boy, they just were up there and outside <laughs> of the singer. No, it was the bassist who was jumping at that point, but that was it. Was just music. That's why I left. Uh, when I, when I uh, went to see Weezer, that's why I left that show. <laughs> like you guys sound good, but I'm not getting anything that I couldn't get from just listening to your album <laughs> on the way home from the venue. <laughs> so I just put them on, uh, you know, Spotify or whatever on my drive home, and it sounded just as good as if I was there. That's funny. one thing B and L did to on Jake's point, kind of, is they would randomly change lyrics. Mm. So you you never knew what what version of the song you were gonna get. That's funny. So you ain't feel no that. like energy from the crowd, Jake. Like that's a part of it too. Like everybody vibing together and singing, and this my shit. So, I love this shit too. Oh my god! So for one, I was there by myself. Um, so it's Sober, not like huh? I had a 
Oh, I mean, I was I had a couple of drinks, but um, I, I'm not a noob, but um, <laughs> but, but it was also at um, Pine Knob, so like I, I'm not a big fan of uh, outdoor venues, anyways, um, because that energy dissipates so yep. quickly yep. and stuff. So if it was an indoor venue, maybe it would have been different. Yeah, it's a little harder yeah. to leave an indoor venue too. Yeah, um, but um, yeah. And everyone was just kind of like really like milk toast, lukewarm, <laughs> like just like milk toast. Well, I mean, Weezer's a very vanilla band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they, got, they got some classics, yeah. but yeah, but it, they, that they, tone uh, isn't yeah, even sure. receptive to you know. They're good. They're just vanilla. It's yeah, yeah. And everyone, there was vanilla and stuff, and the performance was vanilla. I mean, I like vanilla, but, like, I'm not buying it. But you need some fucking chocolate uh, sauce drizzled on top of your vanilla. God damn, some sprinkles on that bitch. Who goes to the ice cream shop and just get a straight one scoop of vanilla in a cone? Come on, bro. Not even a cone. It's in a paper cup. (laughs) Not even a cone. Got some gummy bears in that bitch or something. Damn. If, if you go ahead and get vanilla ice cream <laughs> in a cup, like a paper cup, I know you're a white supremacist. <laughs> like, I know everything I need to know about you in that 30 second transaction, bro. <laughs> exactly. Like, I've seen enough. <laughs> oh, uh, but, but yeah, if, so if you. If you, if you guys like toxicity and haven't listened to their other stuff, like uh, definitely check their other stuff out because, like, definitely got that same vibe. And not to mention, like, you get songs like "This Cocaine Makes Me Feel Like I'm On This Song." <laughs> Another one's violent pornography. I'll, uh, I'll probably give it. Yeah. If all of the album albums are short, I'll probably give it a full like lyric listen to because I did mm-hmm. my normal just listen and pick up what I pick up, but, but l- listen more musically than anything, yeah. but I'll probably give another listen. Yep. For sure. What you got for us this week was I have, it is a band called as I lay dying. Ooh, nice. And okay. It is the shadows are security. Uh, album. you've heard of them before Jake. Oh yeah. I used to listen to them a bit there. That drummer is wild. Oh Yeah. <laughs> This was the uh, band that got me into the harder music and also was the first one that I'd really listened to that had the dichotomy in singing. And this is a short yeah. album, too. This one's only 45 minutes or 43 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. This album, yeah, with Confined on it. Yeah, Confined, Darkest ninety-four. This is an amazing album. Oh, yeah. Um I remember. I really remember. I think it's Frail Words Collapse. Yeah, that, with 94 hours, yeah. I'm actually going to make yeah. a playlist here um, with all of these albums. And I don't know if, I'm, I'll, if it makes more sense to just do more popular songs off the albums or something, but we should curate a No Consensus podcast playlist. Yeah, uh, with, these, with these, with these, you know, I don't know if I want to put the whole album on the playlist or if we just, yeah, just like the pick out some good songs off of it when yeah. we do it. Pick but, two or three out of each. That... Yep. And then uh, we'll have that out there. So uh, I'll start that this week, actually, probably tomorrow afternoon. And, I, and whichever albums y'all did, I'll ask y'all which 
songs y'all will want off of to represent the album. <clears throat> okay, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I'm boys. excited about this. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. It's gonna get real lengthy and delicious. <laughs> um, real girthy. Girth <laughs> <laughs> in there. Hell yeah! All right, boys. This is the No Consensus Podcast. Peace. Oh shit! Hold on. I didn't mean to leave. My bad. I'm he was tripping. Like, oh. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck!" Oh, fuck I was you like, then. I was-